Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast, Zoos, Trekking and Zagreb. So in this episode, we are, I'm going to do my best to backtrack to Zagreb. Uh, myself, Aaron and our mate Hoos, who you know from other travel episodes we've done in the last few months. This was uh, between finishing university in 2010 and going to the World Cup in 2014. Uh, all of our circumstances were a little bit different back then, so we utilised the time to go away to as many random football games as possible in as many random places as possible. And one of the countries we ended up going to was Croatia and specifically Zagreb. Why Zagreb, you ask? The most famous football club in Croatia is Dinamo Zagreb. They're very prominent in well, they were very prominent in European football back in the day. They're Croatia's most successful club, I believe, if not one of the most successful clubs. And in recent seasons, they have participated in the Champions League slash European Cup. Their stadium's a bit of a dog of a stadium as well. Now, upon reading about Zagreb, it was also quite easy to get to in terms of flights. And why not? It seemed like the most appropriate place to go to. So when we went, it was it was hot. It was very warm, about 28 degrees, 29 degrees. Lovely country, lovely place. Checked into the hotel, done what we would normally do. Went for a nice walk around the, the main square. Stopped in, had a coffee, had a beer. Obviously, who still didn't? But we, you know, we stopped in, had a beer. Lovely weather, looked at some buildings. Wonderful stuff. The zoo was a bit of a letdown. A couple of zoos in Zagreb, uh, I think because of the heat at the time, there was not many animals there, if any animals, but it was nice and, and pleasant to walk around. In terms of the game itself, again, quite a long time ago, but not a lot to recall from the game itself. Uh, Dinamo Zagreb won 4-1 or 5-1, I think it was. It was an evening game, and the, the stadium itself is quite unique it's very dare i say it, it's very soviet in, in its architecture um, if you've ever been to if you've ever been to milton kings and you've ever been to um, downtown milton kings or you have been to milton kings station it just looks like an old crumbling office block you've got these a lot of um you know glass and mirrors on the outside and it just looks incredibly unappealing and I'll be honest with you the stadion Maximir is no different it looks very unappealing from the outside it looks like it was built you know in the, in the 70s uh, maybe slightly earlier it doesn't look very appealing whatsoever the ground itself there's a running track around it there are three big stands uh, one behind the goal uh, and two on the side so three quite big stands and you're also nowhere near the pitch. Because of the way the stadium's designed, you've also got quite a big drop-off between the bottom row seat and then the pitch. So you're a fair few metres away from, from the ground itself, or from the pitch itself. It's open air, there's, there's no covering, so you are completely exposed to the elements. Wasn't an issue when we went, because it was an evening game and it was about 26 degrees. And I forgot to mention that behind the other side of the goal, you've got a, a nice curved stand that follows the running track 
around. So it's a very bizarre stadium. I'd recommend going to Google it. Uh, go and look at Google Earth, have a look at it. You'll, you'll see what I mean. It's, it's a very strange place. Red Dean and Rose Greb are very dominant. The game was a cakewalk for them. As I said, they won 4-1 or 5-1. Very, very bizarre. But the best part of it was we got, I say we got chatting. We were having a laugh with one of the, the guys in front. He was there with his family. He was shouting all sorts of, I don't know what, to, uh, to the players. Probably words of encouragement, maybe. I don't know. And through broken uh, English uh, and our ineptitude of, of the local language uh, we told him where we were from that we were just visiting and you know we said our good graces and, and got on our way so nothing really to report there from from the game or the zoos I'm afraid what I would say with Zagreb is if you're ever around and about it is a very nice place to walk around it's a very nice place to relax and so the main square is quite nice the cathedral there is is very good it's got a fantastic roof if you're that way inclined you can go up and down on on the tram network that they've got there really really is an all-round nice place highly recommend it now the following day we've done a couple of things this is 32 33 degrees and we set out because we wanted to try and find a really old Roman fort that was, or is, right up in the hills overlooking Zagreb. We had a rough idea of how to get there, but we made a couple of faux pas. Faux pas number one is that despite the fact it was... 30 plus degrees we decided that a two litre bottle of water between three of us would be enough to see us get to the top of this hill i'll be honest with you that was a big fail uh, if you're ever trekking up a hill be prepared take a lot of liquid we did no such thing i think it was because we were uh, a bit young uh, a bit young and dumb at the time we took the tram to uh, uh, the end of the tram line and we just followed we followed the signs and we started walking we kept walking and we kept walking the liquid's getting a bit sparse we're not quite sure where this roman fort is uh, the name is medvagrad if you're interested in the name so we weren't quite sure where this was we knew we were on the right path but we never quite saw it. In the meantime, we have just kept walking up through the forest, through the hills. We've kept walking up, we've kept walking up. Water's getting quite low. We started to get a bit tetchy, but at this point, there is no turning back. We really don't know where, where we are, but we're just following the path. Out of nowhere, we turned round this corner and the guy that was sat in front of us at the football the night before was there with his family. And it was all laughs and smiles. All our eyes locked onto one another. We all threw our hands up in the air at the same time and just burst out laughing. It, one of those moments where it's so difficult to even put into words. You can't make this stuff up. Of all things, of all places to see this guy and his family, we are there 
trying to find Medvigrad in the middle of the, you know, the hills outside Zagreb, and we bump into the very same person that we sat behind at the football the previous night. Absolutely incredible. A absolutely nuts. You, you just couldn't write this stuff at all. We had a laugh and we got on, we got on our way. Uh, we just kept walking up, we kept walking up, and we kept walking up. And we got to the point where we had, we got to the top, we saw all these, I say ski slopes, obviously this was in April, so there's no snow there. And we got there, we got through a cafe at the top and we saw a bus. And we said instinctively, because I think we were quite thirsty and we were a bit disheartened and not seeing Medvigrad, we decided that the best thing to do was to jump on the bus and go back down towards the city centre. We were tired, we were a little bit irritable because of lack of water. Uh, we, we jumped on this bus, it was absolutely rammed. Um, hindsight, we should have stayed up there for a coffee and, and relaxed a little bit, but we you know we didn't. We jumped on this bus uh, to head back towards uh, the centre of Zagreb, and out of nowhere, about three or four minutes into the bus journey, uh, we just see Medvigrad in, we just drive past it, uh, very nonchalantly, just drive past it. It looked absolutely stunning. It would have been wonderful to jump off and to have taken a bit of time there. But I think we, <laughs> we were so, again, thirsty and disheartened by, by everything. We just kind of went, oh, you know, sod's law that we've gone all the way up there, we've not seen it, and then we've just caught it back um, on, on the bus. Uh, just absolutely mental. Just, yeah, uh, just bizarre, absolutely, absolutely bizarre. That summed up Zagreb quite, quite easily. If you're ever in Zagreb, I'd recommend a couple of things. Uh, obviously, find Medvigrad as well. The uh, Mirogoj Cemetery, very good. It's very moving. Uh, a lot goes towards all the you know, Balkans wars and the various independence struggles. Uh, bear in mind, Croatia is a relatively young country. Uh, in terms of, in comparison to other countries around the world. So the Mirogoj Cemetery is very, very important, and I can see why. And I would say if you do want a, if you do want a nice walk, you can head around to the River Sava, and there are a couple of lakes and areas around there, reservoirs as well. Again, because of the heat, it was just delightful to walk around, very, very nice, very hot, stopped and had a, a few drinks, coffees, beers, etc. Very, very pleasant way to finish off our time in Zagreb. So it was part of that, that time when we were going out quite a lot. I would highly recommend going to Croatia. Really, really nice place, thoroughly enjoyable. Our experience was very, very good. I look forward to going back, although uh, when I go back, I'd like to go to Split Pula as well, a Rijeka, you know, that uh, the Dalmatian coast, I believe it is, uh, and of course, at some point uh, down to Dubrovnik, because that would be absolutely delightful. That is Zoo's Trekking in Zagreb. Next week, join us on the travel aspect, as, as we'll, go, we'll be going back a couple of years uh, when we were playing football with Thierry Henry. Sounds hard to believe, but trust me, we did. We played football with Premier League legends. Until next time, I'll feel the same. <laughs>